Welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Train Podcast Series. I am Joseph Ward. Rocking with me is Patrick Aldarius, and we got a guest in the building, Professor Carlton Jones, right here. Freedom Train Network going down. Remember, we are brought to you by PAX Inc. That's P A C T S I N C. And PAX Inc. is a black advocacy organization as well as a black think tank that puts together information and resources that are free for the black community to be able to use, to utilize the resources to help improve our current conditions. All you got to do is go to the website at www.pactsinc.org. That way you can access the free resources and use the resources to help improve your immediate situation and hopefully help to to help improve the greater community around you. While you all we're already online. Make sure you visit our Freedom Train website at www.freedomtrainradio.com. That way you can learn more about myself, Patrick, Queen Shelby, Queen Candace, and Enigma Self, and all the podcasting that we got going on and all the new things that we got coming up. www.freedomtrainradio.com. And I'm on there with no shirt on. So, ladies, yeah. Hey, all right. So, God damn it, we had to record this. It's Jamel Hill fault too. I'm starting off in it. It's Jamel Hill fault that we got to re-record this because last week we tried to get Jamel Hill. I did rather. I did. Okay, Pat won. Pat warned me. Pat warned me not to do it. Pat told me not to do it, but I was just I was trying to get Jamel Hill her flowers, right? The de- Jay Jamel, the dusties and the ashes are out. Matter of fact, I didn't even put no lotion on for this one, Jamel. I want to be extra ashy for this one, so we can go in on this one, so I could be uh, extra ashy. But so this show is centering around all the bullshit that Malika Andrews got going on because her ass, something wrong with her ass, something wrong with Malika Andrews. So how did we get here? Now we got here because Ime Udoka couldn't stop smashing the chicks in the Celtics organization. So apparently <laughs> Ime Udoka had plenty of holes in the Celtics organization. He was smashing them all. We got here because of the way that Malika Andrews was disrespecting and, try- and trying to go at Stephen A. Smith and Kendrick Perkins because uh, for their, for the way that they were saying that Accountability need to be held on both sides, not just Emil Udoka. But if Emil Udoka, if there's a full, a total team policy, a total team policy, and Emil Udoka plus the women he was smashing all broke the policy, everybody need to be punished. That's all they were saying. And Stephen A, you do not, I say you do not try to bring women and try to further drag women into this. Hey, 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 these women's coaches drug them into this. Okay. And so, what really pissed me off and made me want to do this show and get on her ass is the way she covered the Celtics interim coach. Uh, where she introduced him to the world, Joe Missoula. She told us about his basketball resume and then went to tell us about his criminal record. Some shit that happened over 15 years ago when he was like in high school or college or whatever, when he was a young child. He was and she underage, brought- so he was under right. 21. Right. And she brought that up. She made that relevant and I'm also finding out about uh, past things that are coming up, issues that she's had with reporting in athletes in the past, especially um, Adrian Payne. Adrian Payne is a basketball player who used to play for the Orlando Magic. He recently passed, and Malika Andrews thought it was 
fitting to tell us about a sexual assault case that was dismissed. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why Malik? First, Malika, why your punk ass can't stick to stick to the sports? Why you can't stick to the sports? Why did we need to know about Joe Mazzulla's criminal past when you introduced him as the head coach of the Boston Celtics, a black man in the NBA? And you got why? Why did you feel the need to tell that man criminal past? I I can't. Don't let Malika. Don't let me find shit about you. Don't let me find that. I'm going to be petty. Everybody know I'm going to be petty. I'm going to blast that shit about your ass. Okay? Because you about that bullshit, Malik. You, I, I should go get my uncle T to fight you. Now, <laughs> well, you know Malika is... Right now, she's being a very obedient white mouthpiece for Zaddy. Ain't, yeah. Is that what they call yeah. him? Zaddy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. being... all Like we said before the show, all of the things that we used to get mad at white people for doing, like why they got to add she that extra it. information that she don't have nothing it. to do with nothing. Now she's she doing, doing it. Yeah, but she's dads. getting a pass for doing from it. black women, from black women and simp so, men. So, 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 so let me get this straight. Married women sleep with an unmarried man and they need to be protected. Oh, uh, correction. Married white women sleep mm-hmm. with an unmarried black man. The black man need to be hung out to draw dry. The white women need to be protected. Other mm-hmm. black men just simply well, in the case of, of Missoula, okay, he made some mistakes when he was 18, 19. Well, well, basically, when he was a little bit younger than your younger sister is right now, right? What kind of mistakes has she made? I wonder if uh I wonder if y'all was bobbing for apples and doing things. That y'all shouldn't have been doing. That's neither here nor there. I'm not making no. Uh, we just we are wondering. I mean, if we if we digging for information, we might as well ask, right? Because I'm not a I'm not an Andrew, so I'm not allowed to just say all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, but anyways, uh, you know, but you know, on the other on the other hand, I am on YouTube, so I can make those types of YouTube mistakes. That that because I don't have the type of professionalism where right. a major sports company is paying me millions of dollars to share my opinion with the world and show and and i'm not showing the whole world that i'm unqualified for my position by making the mistakes that a neophyte blogger would make during their first year blogging because you know i didn't buy for apples to get a position that i'm not qualified for but anyways that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is these white women need to be protected but these black men who made some transgressions in the case of Missoula and just had false allegations thrown their way in the case of Adrian Payne, who died, mind you, they're trying to defend his girlfriend and her friend and got shot. He died. But instead of just talking about the quote unquote honorable thing he was trying to do, aka protect black stuff. women, as y'all always saying, y'all unprotected, this man is trying to protect black women and then gets thrown under the bus. So the last memory people that don't know him have of him is that he sexually assaulted somebody when it was known, it came out that she was lying. That's what you introduced to the world. Oh, okay. I'm Malika Andrews, you ain't shit. Thing. I'm confused. Well, you know, the um, the the uh, the irony behind this is, is, and I think you hit on the head, Pat, this is a situation where the white media establishment is to use a black face to utilize or, or spew is anti-black male misandry. Um, 
and on full display because nobody's going to come after the people who are on the teleprompters, you know, uh, telling her what to say in these newscasts. And she's actually proven on freelance shows, you know, uh, that she has, that she shares the same sentiment when it comes to uh, black men. She, when she called up Stephen A. Smith and tried to redirect him and reprimand him, a man who's twice her age, who's been working in the field, the longer top than dog. she's been along. The longer top than dog at the station. Yeah. Longer yeah. than yeah. she's been alive, yeah. And, you know, none of us are necessarily fan. We've all had some crazy things to say about Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, at that particular moment, you know, she did. She, you know, she was coming for black men. And um, with, when you have a history of this, I mean, with all the despicable things that have been done in the NBA, as Stephen A. said, that was kept quiet and behind closed doors. Why has this been leaked to the public? Why is this all over Twitter? And then you have people, you know, such as a, um, a Malika Andrews who creates the, the firestorms that, um, that that will showcase or out black men while protecting white women. Um, it, it's just despicable at this point. This is not media. This is slanted journalism. This is yellow journalism. And we have been victims of this for far too long. It's just rare that black men actually speak up. Because typically speaking, black men typically back down because we're often portrayed as being aggressive in our responses anyway. And we're all often demonized for having a strong opinion. But you finally saw black men standing up and standing on their own two feet and um, and calling this stuff out. And I think it's, it's, it's about time. I think you know, one of the reasons why is because uh, not only the space we're in in terms of the relationship between black men and black women, but also because ESPN has forced this particular black woman yeah. in the face yeah. of, of, of black men and, and not just black men, men like men period, like even white dudes are like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, like, like, do you know? Like, I know a lot of black women like to think that black men and white men are all buddy buddy. Get yeah, we not. So when you have an instance where black men and white men are both looking at the situation and going, "The hell is going on here?" Like, Bruh. there's something different happening. Bruh, Stephen, do you have people? Agreeing with Stephen A. Smith and Jason Whitlock at the same time. <laughs> right. Think about think right. about what I just said. Right. Think about what I just said. Oh, the that, Malika, <laughs> Malika Andrews fucking up so much that you got people who are agreeing with Stephen A. Smith and Jason Whitlock at the same that, time about about the bullshit that she got going on. And and I, I did like the point that Jason Whitlock made. About the the simp the simping of the men at ESPN, um, there are a lot of men around there who are not going to say nothing, they're not going to have no pushback, and that what Malika Andrews did, she couldn't have done that back in the Stuart Scott days, hmm. right? Hmm. So she, she can do that now that because back then, but but they have a different caliber of man, like like we talked about. Um, Mike Golick. I've I've literally heard Mike Golick on the broadcast when they was doing Mike and Mike, uh, and they would talk about like domestic violence cases and things. And nobody's advocate for violence against women, but they're low. They be low key and advocating for violence against men because when they say, "Hey, well, if a woman hits a man, 
a man shouldn't hit a bad man shouldn't do nothing or they say well there's nothing a woman can do that could uh force a man or make a man to hit her back like shit me shit and me but that's the simpery you got people right. like uh, Granny and Golick, then they've toned Stephen A down over the years because when Michelle Beadle, uh, when she pulled her little white girl card on Stephen A. Smith and he had to go out there and apologize because he all Stephen A. Smith did was told the truth, yes. And I'm gonna look in the camera and say, Yes, some women do bring violence upon themselves, we all know that. But ESPN had a problem because Michelle Beadle had a problem with that and he his ass had to be reprimanded so you can see the pussifying of the men at ESPN that's why stuff like this could happen um you know Whitlock said according to him um when Disney brought ESPN that's when all the pussifying started well, well you know yeah go ahead well I mean I just want to talk about the Michelle Beadle thing for a second because she's the one that actually violated company policy but she, you know, they had a company policy in which hosts do not go after other shows or hosts on the air. And she violated that company policy by men even mentioning Stephen A. Smith's name. And no punishment or consequence came to her whatsoever. Of course not. <laughs> so, Trash ass. I think we're, we're in a space now, though. And I can agree with what Jason Whitlock is saying so far as Disney is concerned. But yeah. I, I I think we would be here anyways because that's just, look, men. Coach. Men have been soft for pussified we have been quiet and 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 all of these other things for too long and we have allowed the narrative to consistently be painted that men are that women are the emotional ones women are the ones that needed to be catered to women this women that women is for a man the narrative was simple all you had to do was feed them fuck them and shut the fuck up and you could do anything else you wanted to do but as long as and it simplified the narrative, and so now men are saying, "Is we aren't that simple? We never have been. We just tolerated a lot of shit." But it took us having to tolerate that shit to get here, which brings us to the point. Of, well, actually, and then I'm gonna say this real quick too. What happened to in the black community? You got to be twice as good as the the white people to get half this far. You can't sit here and tell me that Malika Andrews is twice as good as that white girl she just replaced. Nah. <laughs> Rachel Nichols, no, no, You no, cannot. No. So Nobody so tell you that. All of these people, and this is where we get to the Jamel Hill angle, who Jamel Hill in that in that interview said a lot of stuff that I was like, she just, she She was in know. her fucking feelings. Right, right, right. She's clear. Like this chick had a nerve to say, men be in the comments talking about, well, you never played, so... You know, do y'all realize that's not an original insult? And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, nobody is trying to make the assumption or insinuate that that's an original insult. It's a reminder to you that you are talking about people, talking to people that have vastly more experience in these fields than the you. things that you're talking about than you. So right. the, 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 the thing that a lot of y'all are doing, and it ain't just the women, but a lot of sports journalists try to try to talk with a level of weight and authority that implies that their expertise in certain capacities is equal no. to the, that of those that played the game. This right. is a reminder. And the fact is, people say the same shit to men. How many times have you seen people saying that to Nick Wright? Nick Wright act like he started. 
How many times did you heard people say that about Skip Bayless? They say that to any analyst. Oh, any yeah. analyst that hasn't right. played, we say that about. So your right. ass ain't special, Jamil. What did you but talk that, about? But that goes into the second point, right? Women come into men's spaces and then get mad when they're treated like men. Yeah. This, this and then she doesn't want to change stuff. This is <laughs> how men talk to and about each other. Like, if your ass is too sensitive to handle it, then maybe you should have rethought your position. And then she said, like, right, she was like, I think a lot of people don't understand how difficult it is for a black woman in particular to get there. I think you don't understand that we don't give a damn. Right? Like, right. we don't care. We didn't everybody got a fuck. Everybody has a struggle. Yo, the black right. woman's struggle isn't <laughs> superior to any other person's struggle right. here in 2022. <laughs> stop <laughs> living off, stop living off the struggles of the women from the 1800s. Stop <laughs> living off the struggles of the women from the early 1900s. You got them women in 2022. Y'all struggles ain't no different from nobody else's. You ain't special. But think about it for a second. You're talking about people, and I'm talking about the athletes who go into professions to where a fraction of the percent of them actually go become professionals. And then from that, less than a fraction of them actually elevate to their post-career where they're actually sitting in these booths and right. give their expertise and analysis. So they had much more of a difficult journey than somebody who was a spokesmodel who's been put into place because of their physical ambiance more than anything else. And I'll say that, you know, um, a, a Jamel Hill withstanding because that's definitely not her strength. She wasn't even a good journalist oh, when she was at ESPN. Let's just be real about that. And the fact you can actually say that, you know, you go about the affirmative action hire. She's probably one of them, you know, in terms of that. And you look at the fact that she was on the show. I forget the brother's name, Michael. Uh, with, with Mike, uh, yeah. With, with Michael Smith, Michael Smith. Now look at the trajectory of their careers since, they both were, you know, co-hosts on a particular show on ESPN. Michael Smith now has his own podcast. He has brother his own brother. streaming, you know, show. And, you know, he's elevated in his NFL. career. Yeah. I don't even, like, until this interview, I didn't even know where uh, Jamel Hill have, was at for the last few years. Like, it's she, been years since I had seen her publicly invisible. She, you know what? Hold on, Joe. You know what? I'm going to say this. To everybody that would say, uh, oh, well, it's we shouldn't be, he shouldn't have made jokes about her physical appearance and her not being attractive. Well, she got on her interview and was calling men that disagreed with her dusty and ashy. That's all again. Right. So again, incels. we get into into this. Yeah, space she did talk about incels. Right. Incels, hoteps, dusties, ashies. So again, we get into this space where wait. But we call Stephen A. Smith a simp, a coon, a this, a that. Jason, I get, Bitlock. I go in on. I, I we, call Skip Bayless a bitch once a day. Right. We talk <laughs> about all these, all these men. This woman wants to come in the space, and she wants to be able to throw her well, stones. Well, but we man, can't throw none back. Your Look, average looking it, ass gonna get it too. Hey, if I'm a dusty, ashy incel, then you an ugly bitch that don't nobody want to fuck. <laughs> Except your lame ass husband. Well I, well, I think that's the biggest thing with Jamel. I think she has penis envy. You know, I mean, let's not forget that that she said that. I think she has black penis envy. Let's be specific. 
because she was the one that shared that interview by um I believe it was Damien something. Yeah, yeah, she Damien did. I forgot Young. she did share share the interview. Yeah, that, black community, the white man of the black community, and then try right. yeah, and then tried to defend it. Yeah, and double down on it. So she has shown her anti-black male misandry for a long time, and I'm glad that we're you know finally these things are being exposed and. I'm just glad that brothers are finally saying all the things we normally say at the barbershops, at the pool hall, at the water cooler. We're finally saying them publicly because I'm tired of black men being the stepping stone or the stool that people get to squat on, you know, and we're expected to just take it. And nobody has been harder on that than uh, recently than the sisters who get in these places, these platforms where they can actually, you know, eat, you know, level the playing field. But they choose to embark on these particular topics and, and then they continue to drive, you know, uh, these points on these negative points. I mean, first and foremost, every time I've heard Malika Andrews talk recently, she's always tried to find the negative aspect or the negative um, yep. uh, particular events that occurred in, in the black man's life. Now, all these white athletes, all these white executives. You had situations where white executives were um, out in the Super Bowl, you know, um, buying up all wholesale prostitutes when the Super Bowl was held in, I believe it was Orlando. Um, you have all these particular scams going on with, with white men right now. Now, why is it that nobody, why is it that she can't seem to dig into their past? And we, and, and see, here's the thing. When, when you become a mouthpiece for, um, as you said before, earlier pat white zaddy of espn and i think maybe white women too who also share in their disdain for black men um when you become the mouthpiece of that you also have to bear the brunt of the consequences that come for that because you willfully sit in that seat and you willfully spew those words so this whole notion of just doing your job no just doing your Man, job that's you bullshit. know that's just like just following orders i mean we can really take it there I don't want to hear that shit because you can't tell us that these people are insightful, thoughtful, and and think for themselves and tell us they're just doing their job. Also, Jamila Hill is full of shit because she shared an article of this dude talking about uh, that straight black men are the white uh, white men of the black community. Now you're you're actively defending Malika Andrews tear down black men's character in public, so. Mm -hmm. Isn't that what white men do? Isn't that exactly what white men do? So black men are the white men of the black community, but you are defending a a chick of color who is actively doing what white men do, and that's tear down black men. But you defending that shit, Jamel Hill. Wait. Stop it. Which goes to right, right. Tell her again, Jamel Hill. Stop it. That is not. What we are doing. You're not gonna <laughs> what you're not gonna do is further drag black men into this in the ashes and dusties. You're well, not but, gonna do that. But here's my thing, right? All this time, right? We hear even in even in uh uh digital media, right? They were they were talking about it when they were trying to they had the the uh funny uh cancel court episode. Cancel court, y'all need to get on that if you're not. But anyway, yeah, I'm on that. <laughs> they had a hilarious cancel court episode where they were talking about canceling Jada Pinkett and her red table talk. In the middle of the episode, um, which this Keep episode she. was particularly chaotic. Keep um, she. but during the middle of the episode, they brought up a point, and uh, you know, one of the one of the 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 um the counsels 
decided to be serious for a minute. As he said, I do feel like black men need to do more to protect black women. Okay. A couple years ago, I could have got behind that because a couple years ago, I was ignorant. Um, nowadays, like, look, <clears throat> I'm not even going to get, get into that particular argument because that's another show. But what I am going to say is, where's the protection for black men that black women have become so famed for, right? Mm -hmm. Where are the women that are standing up to defend Adrian Payne, that are standing up to defend Missoula? That are, I'm not even saying you got to stand up to, to defend uh, 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 Ime Udoka because he don't got he no was wrong. control. He yeah, was he wrong. wrong. He need to be hung out to dry. And Marlon, that bullshit you talking about, Nia Long need to stay with him because, uh, yeah, bro. They, they no. need, the black women need to defend uh, Joe Mazzula and everybody else that Malika Andrews disrespected the same but, way they defend Nia Long. But here's, here, here's the point I was going with bringing up Ime Udoka, right? Where was all of the people standing up and saying, no, 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 no. We're not going to put all of this on this dude. Well, what about the other people that was, was it, if it wasn't rape, right? And it wasn't rape, even though one of the white ladies tried to say that initially it was, he was approaching her inappropriately, but that and was then before. then she started to let him smash. Yeah, right. Yeah. White lady, <laughs> shut up. Um, <laughs> never mind that, right? trying to burn down Tulsa again. <laughs> yeah, but so I'm like, so I, as I look out into the landscape and I'm seeing black men be put on blast now, not even by a white zaddy or a white uh, uh, Karen or mommy or whatever they call white women nowadays. I'm seeing it happening from black women. And instead of other black women stepping up and saying, nah, sis, we not doing this. Y'all defending her. From the people that are trying to say nonsense, so I feel very unprotected as a black man because just as much as it's my duty to protect black women, particularly the one that I'm with, that I sleep with in the same room every night, it's your duty to protect black men. That's yeah. the protection is not a one way street. You have to protect our intense, uh, our integrity. I just want yeah. to say, any black. Any group of mass black women out there trying to say that they protect black men, y'all full of shit. You some fucking liars. You're liars. You're liars. Liars. Y'all can't even protect yourselves. How are you protecting black men? But on the other hand, you screaming that you need protection. How that work? How that work? How that work? And we're telling you, you're not protecting us. We're telling you that you're not standing up for us. I.e. Malika Andrews and Jamel Hill. This whole show, this whole show is around the concept of black women tearing down black men in public and another black woman coming up to defend her and what she's doing. And when black men stand up and say, hey, that's not good. You shouldn't be doing that. What you're doing is destructive. More black women come back and say, well, nah, y'all men are destined for saying that y'all shouldn't do this and y'all do that. Like, well, damn. Well, that, let's let's dusty, get off this moral high ground. Ashy, incel, hotel. And yeah. with a little dick. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the crazy part about that interview, I'm talking about the Jamel Hill interview, um, is when she, I think one of the guests, one of the hosts asked her about um, what was the most disappointing part of that interview. And she said when Stephen A. Smith embarrassed Malika by telling her that it was her his show. And I'm like, no. well, wait a minute. She called into his show right. to check him. Right. 
to embarrass him. She called into his show. She didn't even acknowledge him at first. She acknowledged the, the white woman co-host of the show. When she finally directed her angst and anger and her vitriol towards Stephen A., it was in a very derogatory, aggressive, and dismissive tone. Now, if that ain't disrespectful, I don't know what is. But see, black women disrespecting black men is so commonplace in our culture that, you know, that just right over everybody's head because that was normal. That's expected. Mm -hmm. That's the expected ex response to, to, to when black women are dealing with black men. They're always able to wag their finger in our faces. They're always able to raise their voice, sometimes even hit us. And I'm not even just seeing it at this particular point. When I was in middle school classrooms, I would see girls use the most vile language towards the boys. Say whatever one, they want to say. One girl told a little boy he had little dick energy, and I watched him shrink in that chair. One of the girls, the you know, started beating the boys up, punching them, and the boys, you know, just taking it. And I'm like, oh, woo. And I'm sitting there trying to so so this behavior is is it starts at a very young age, just aggression towards black males. And the obvious thing is they never share that same aggression towards non-black men, non-black males, non-black people, non-black people, period. Non-black. I've seen it in the younger ages, the older ages, and it's always it's like is is this boiling, this low-level boiling, those low uh level of boiling contempt for black men. And um, the vitriol. And it's like with every other man, they're cooperative. With black men, they see us as competition. Black women are, are just as fake about that standing up and protecting stuff as these uh, as these thugs in the black community. Ain't neither one of y'all protecting and killing and hitting on shit. That's why nobody respects the shit. All they do is let you motherfuckers talk and let y'all feel like you're popular. How, you, how are you protecting us when you scared? But you know what though, and 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 to PC's point, let's also not act like Stephen A doesn't regularly say it's his show. On yeah, his he show. said that all the time, regardless right. of who he's talking to. He didn't do nothing. He gave her equal the treatment. Same, the same thing he would say if Michael Irvin came on and anybody else came on and he felt like they disrespecting. He'd say right. the same thing. Man, hey, get out your goddamn feelings, man. Malika <laughs> Andrews ain't special. Women are not special. <laughs> women, hey, women, women, if you're going to be out here trying to be masculine and being stupid and being all these things, you better be tough. Hey, you better be tough. This is equality that you asked for. Stephen A. Smith, before he got ESPN, he worked for a radio station here in Philadelphia. And Stephen A. Smith, in my opinion, held back a lot. He was very restrained in his response to Malika Andrews, especially considering she called into his show with, you know, this whole, You're you know, mammy, uh, this, this whole mommy uh, sort of thing that black women feel like they have towards all black men. I mean, I, like I said, I'll go back to the eighth grade class, like not even eighth grade. This was a sixth grade classroom where a little girl was trying to tell me what she was going to do and what not do and got in my face. I said, who the hell are you talking to? You know, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where, you know, the, the, um, they, they respond in a way where they never see us as grown men, but they see us as boys. And well, for till, yeah. For so long, we respond to that because we and, and this is what I say to black women, you know, you, for all the things you say about black men, black men love you. And our love for black women restrains us from responding certain ways. Now, I say that because 
When I see black women getting the faces of other men, assuming that they're going to respond like black men, they typically get the floor mopped, mopped up the floor because these men punch them in their face. I've seen Asian men punch black women in the face. I've seen white men punch black women in the face. I've seen Latino men punch black women in the face. I've seen Arab men disrespect and punch black women in the face. And, you know, um, but black men have much more restraint when it comes to that and will often try to avoid the conflict or confrontation until their buttons are pushed too far. And see, when you have women like a Malika Andrews who, you know, rumor has it she has a white boyfriend or she dates white men, that also sp spills yeah. more into the anti-black male misandry, you know, that her and her sister seem to share. Um, when, you, when you look at uh, 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 the Jamel Hills and things of that nature, I mean, goddamn! Every new, every week, Jamel Hill came on the show with a new accessory, new eyelashes, new hair, new this, new that. Still not listen. Um, you know, from this ashy hotel. I'm sorry, says I'm going to just pass on you. All right. Um, <laughs> and, and that's not to say you know we're going to you know sit here and so, but sometimes you got to call people out, and sometimes you got to knock people off their square, um, right. knock them down a few pegs, and she's one that needs to be knocked down a few pegs. You know, with this whole notion of being able to disrespect black men, you know, and she has a, a track record, um, you know, for like over the last, you know, what, half a decade at least, at least almost a decade of being disrespectful to black men. Well, yeah. both of them fuckheads, because uh, this is my approach to it, right? Now, I know I've been saying a lot of random weird shit, but, you know, hey, I'm being, I'm, I'm in my full, like that, y'all lucky I couldn't find my baby powder, because... I was gonna fucking dump that shit on my head before I started talking, just so that she could see the epitome of the dusty ashy that that I'm feeling in my soul right now. Because one other thing that I'm like is not gonna keep happening is you're not gonna keep trying to shame us into silence and compliance, right? Right. You're not gonna keep trying to belittle black like because I guarantee, like you look at like like Lizzo, right? And Lizzo don't have nothing to do with this. I'm just making a point. When black men came out and said Lizzo was not their preferred women of choice, woman of choice, black women united and said, you're a fuckhead if you won't fuck with Lizzo. You know, when black men say, uh, I prefer, in very calm demeanor, I prefer not to date women with children. Women in mass rise up and say, you are not a real man if you won't deal with a single mom. And you even have other black men parroting that. Mm -hmm. Boy, it's wacky. But, but when 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 black women say, "I was a hoe in my younger years, but I had to go through that phase," and you shouldn't judge me for that. Shit. Black men and women all over the planet rise up as a people and say, "You are right." Fuck out of here. But when Jamel Hill <laughs> or when Malika Andrews. Or when any of these other black 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 women or women in general, because white women got a lot more leeway to say the foul shit they can say. They can't say everything a black woman can say yet, but they're getting a lot more leeway. When they rise up and say, Well, black men have little dicks and 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 they're incels and they ash and dusty hoteps simply because they disagree with her opinion, i.e. Jamel Hill in that interview. Mm -hmm. Black women rise up and say she's right. Mm -hmm. 
We but, and and nobody's allowed to call out the weird ass double standard that we're all observing, where it's cool to body shame and attack men who disagree with you in a respectful manner. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not okay for that man to respond in kind. Matter of fact, it's not even okay for that man to defend himself as we see with Stephen A. Smith. And it's cool now, like, and this is the other thing, right? We listen to the comedians talk. They've been talking for years. I love listening to comedy, always have, because I feel like that's the most accurate reflection of what's going on in the current culture at that point in time. Name me a point in time when black man comedians wasn't talking about how aggressive, bossy, rude, and underhanded black women were. Right. I mean, Eddie Murphy raw, but he's talking about having to go to Africa to find a wife because he couldn't <laughs> find one here in America. Hey, you know, um, I just Chris Rock. I just yeah. want to say, I've been not giving a fuck about uh, women's feelings and hurting women's feelings since the 1900s. I just want to put that on record, <laughs> and I'm going to continue doing it. And I don't give a fuck about y'all feelings and all that stuff now, because us lying to you all and trying to placate to you all and trying to make you feel good and all it's, that bullshit—it's it not going. It's not helping it's anything, not helping. and it's and it, it's causing the further divide. Fuck your feelings. At well, some point, good. I just at at some point y'all got to put y'all feelings to the side if you want real results. But I guess we see who the sellouts. So, at some point you got to be adults. Adults take critique. Adults take accountability. It's not always an excuse. You can't even you know ask women to deal directly with their issues. They always find some way to circle back to it's a man's fault that I'm this way. It's yeah. a man's fault that I didn't have confidence in myself, so I had to have a you know, um, a three or four phase to get my life together to figure out things. It was a man's fault that this, that, and happened, this, that, and happened. You know, and there's never personal accountability. It's never addressing the situation from their perspective. And it goes back to something that, um, you know, uh, Claude Anderson said once. He said when, you know, when you're talking about uh, building the race, you know, gender gender shouldn't matter. You should be, you know, black people should understand we need to move as a collective piece. But then you also have to go back to something that uh, Shavazad Ali said, is that in all of the years, you know, post-slavery, Reconstruction, whatever, the only demographic that has never been examined for their role in the destruction of the black community is the black woman. Right. And it's about time for that examination to take place. And I'm here for it. Examination doesn't mean blame. Not that I need a disclaimer for anything, but examination just means what was your role? What did slavery do to you to make you an ineffective member of our community and our society, to make you wenches to white men and their white supremacy and their power structures, to make you tie-ins and buy-ins to the academic to, to the academic uh, gains, to the, the ways you've been able to improve your situations and conditions, economically speaking, yet and still the black community is in the worst condition it has been since the advent of slavery well i'm gonna say this because i understand that if this video pops a disclaimer does need to be there <laughs> we're not talking about all women all black women there right. are plenty of black women out there that don't fit these standards these qualifications and the three of us only really date and fuck with and marry black women i'm married so i can't say date or fuck with because i'm married but they not and they only mess with black women so it's not like we're saying all black women but we're saying that, first off, I'm saying that the quiet majority 
needs to start speaking out because your silence begins to look like agreement, mm -hmm. right? And th the other thing I'm gonna say is I understand that men and women are different and we process things differently. And I understand that on a level that it, it does aggravate me a little bit when uh, men are viewed as poor communicators. We're not, we communicate differently. When men are viewed as being emotionally unintelligent, we're not. We're emotionally intelligent in a different way than women. And there are studies that bear this out. Men and women in terms of communication and emotionally intelligence rank equal to each other when you account for societal differences. That is to, and I harp on those two because those are the two things that women are seen as superior to men in, in terms of being emotionally able to uh, see and empathize and all these other things and able to communicate. Well, the studies show that that's not true. We just do it differently. But that also, what I will say is, if you are one of these people that is hyper-emotional and feels the need to lash out, then you need to be okay with getting back whatever you put out there. And that's my problem with a lot, a lot of the over-emotional people. But since we're talking specifically about two women, I'm going to say women. Women out there is that y'all feel free to lash out and say whatever crazy thing you want to say about men having little dicks and being incels and dusties and ashes and broke and this, that, or the third. But the moment a man says, well, okay, Jamel Hill, I'll be all that. I'll be broke, dusty, ashy, incel with a little dick and everything else. But you a fat, ugly bitch just going to die alone. Oh, my God, I've just been crucified. Never mm -hmm. mind everything that she said that attacked me because I responded in kind. I'm in the wrong. Look, that's a problem. They, look, I appreciate the disclaimer. <laughs> but y'all people full of shit. But 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 it's, but for real though, y'all people are full of shit because it's the same thing where, um, the guy was watching a, a clip on the Just Pearly Things YouTube channel, and they were watching that clip, and within the clip, it was a two scenarios. The first scenario was a man who was verbally abusing the woman it was all actors but the man verbally abusing the woman and kind of roughing up putting his hands on on the woman of course you know people ran to her aid the other scenario the woman was doing the same thing to the man nobody ran to his aid you will see scenarios where you have a group of men and women and they are seeing an interaction, a negative interaction between a man and a woman. The woman could be slapping the dog shit out of the man. She could be doing all type of violent things to the men. Nobody does anything. Nobody does anything. The moment the man defends himself, other men rush in, other women rush in. Hey, what are you doing? You shouldn't be hitting a woman. See, y'all got the game fucked up. All you bitch ass men and you puss ass women, Y'all got the game fucked up. That's why society's fucked up. You people actually promote domestic violence. I I realized that, and I was sitting in the middle of a domestic violence conference, and I'm just listening to what everybody's saying, and they are literally promoting violence against men. Oh, yeah. Because that's what's going on. Violence yeah. against men is promoted. I've I be, I be having a discussion with a lady that I work with, and She'll get mad every because we talk about um we'll be watching, let's say we're watching a clip of something, and the woman hits the man, 
She, yeah, that's right. You hit him. You do this and you do that. And I say, wait, hey, so what did the man do to warrant the woman to hit her? Well, well, he shouldn't have cheated. If he would have cheated, then she shouldn't, she wouldn't have to hit him. I say, well, let me ask you something. Okay. So basically what you're saying, according to your logic, what you're saying, if a woman cheats on me, I can knock her ass out. That's what you're saying. Well, no, well, no, because men can't hit women, but women can hit men. Well, yeah, because, because, you know, uh, you guys are stronger and, and and you know i've i've romanticized women hitting men well we didn't we haven't romanticized you motherfuckers hitting us hey i tell you what you women follow that bullshit if you want to there's a generation of men out here who their mothers are teaching them and and another lady told this lady i teach mm -hmm. my son to not let anybody hit them there's mm -hmm. a generation of men out here they're gonna be beating the shit out of these women because you guys promoted violence against men. Hey, everybody, hey, if we look out for each other like we're supposed to, we won't have to come to this place. Man, if that, we that argument is stupid, and I hate to cut you off, but I want I want real quick. That argument is stupid, anyways. It they is stupid. Look, PC is six two, six three, right? Six four. I'm sure he's stronger than me. And <laughs> and he's over 200 pounds, right? I'm five nine, 190. So by that logic, I should be able to go up to Philly, punch PC in his shit as hard as I can, <laughs> and he's wrong for hitting me back because he's stronger than me. And I'm but pretty sure the difference in strength is greater than the 10%. That's the average difference in strength between men and women. But he's still wrong. So I so if that's the case, Midget should be able to just walk around beating the fuck out of everybody, right? Why do you discipline <laughs> your child? Well, right? why do well, you, you stronger than your child? Why are you beating right. your child? That's the weakest argument. Well, remember the, the airplane situation, the, the airport situation where um it was uh I think Spirit Airlines when the manager was uh being being harassed by the woman and she mm -hmm. was in his face and he told her to get out of his face, and then you know, uh as soon as somebody went to go like break it up, like stepping between them rather, she ends up hitting him. And you know, he uh, on my ass. He 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 summoned his his inner Reggie White, and uh, <laughs> pushed past those cats that was trying to uh, come for him, and got to it. But then you had the brother at the end, you know, stepping up talking about you don't put your hands on the woman. And I'm saying to myself, but where were y'all at when she was putting her hands on him? And in addition to that, you know, uh, she wasn't even a black woman, but black women have normalized getting in the faces of black men and being aggressive with this one way aggressive aggression so much that other women now feel comfortable getting in the faces of black men and putting their hands on black men. And I think that's something that, you know, is going to be addressed. Like we said, we have a, a, a like this youngest generation. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. Hey, know. look, <laughs> all, all in all, all in all, we're saying this to say that there's an uneven distribution of, protection or even the idea of protection or even care when it comes to black men and black women black men are not punching bags black men are not objects to just be stepped on and talked about black men you can't just smear our names you can't do none of that and expect us to do nothing because really that's what it is they want to be able to do whatever they want to us say whatever they want treat us any kind of way and we should just take it and do nothing because they're women that shit ain't happening no more we wouldn't be here if Malika Andrews had actual character and morals, and she was a better person. She's a fucked up person. 
Only a who's not qualified person. for her job. Who's not qualified for her job. Yeah, and we said it, Jamel Hill. Because only a fucked up person. Well, because Malika Andrews actually goes out of her way to speak about these disparaging things about these black men. She went out of her way to talk about the 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 sexual assault case for Adrian Payne, and she went out of her way to talk about Joe Mazzula's criminal past. She went out of her way to do that. She goes what? out of her way to be wrong and be disrespectful. So I say, fuck Malika Andrews. The black Definitely community should not be fucking with her just in any kind of way. And I just want to say one thing, because like, you know, you said earlier, Pat, we do have some sisters that ride for us. Um, my fiance, I put it out there, <laughs> um, Camila Renee, um, you know, she rides for the black, for black men. And, um, but there was a sister by the name, she has a podcast called Pink Book Lessons. Oh, yeah. And she Shout went and uh, she just went into Adrian Payne's story. And I'm talking about, she talked about he developed a relationship with a young girl who had cancer and he would bring her to the basketball games mm -hmm. and you know uh basically was her only reason for living and unfortunately she's passed unfortunately she passed away in like 2015 but you know considering his uprising his upbringing the tragedies and the traumas he dealt with in his life overcame in his life to become a quality person quality human being and to as you said earlier pat die with the valor of defending black women you know what i'm saying for her to do that is so despicable and it really mm -hmm. does double down on the fact that black women you don't ride for black men collectively as you as you once said you did and that needs to change you want to talk about what what it looks like when a group of women ride for their men Start studying the United Daughters of the Confederacy. Start mm -hmm. studying things, you know, look at what those women did to help restore the vow, the vow of their men before you start talking about, well, black men, you need to get your shit together. Listen, black men have always been working and fighting an uphill battle against the system of white supremacy. And the reason why we struggle so hard is because we're not only fighting white men, we're fighting white women, man. we're fighting all their allies, and then now we're fighting our women too. Who, and that's something who took, that needs to stop. Who took the system's provisions to help further divide the family? So let's not leave that out. So, uh huh. So, yeah. hey, <laughs> hey, to close this out, if we be better, things will be better. Uh, Malika Andrews on that uh, meritorious manumission bullshit. So, you, when you said earlier, you said something about <laughs> Dr. Claude Anderson, she on that meritorious manumission. So, <laughs> right. Hey, man. Malika Andrews, get your life together. Jamel Hill, stop. Uh, get all, get out your feelings. Hey, man, shout out to the rest of the Dusties, the Ashes, the Incels, and all the other men who Jamel Hill talking about. Ain't talking about. Uh, and don't forget the gays, cause you yeah. know, you know, we're gay too. Then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We all are that. gay. All that. Yeah. As she clicked, mount up. We out. <laughs>